Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting you ready for kickoff. This is the pregame show on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. This is the pregame show on the Sports Betting Network. I'm Brady Cannon, live at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa on VSIN and VSIN.com as we get ready to kick off NFL Sunday, the Week 5 edition. The New York Jets and the Atlanta Falcons are already underway as the NFL goes back to London in 2021. Matt Ryan, by the way, entered this game needing just 25 completions to reach 5,000 for his career. He would be the fifth player to do that with the same team, joining Drew Brees and the Saints, Brett Favre and the Packers, Tom Brady and the Patriots, and Ben Roethlisberger with the Steelers. Matt Ryan has reached that mark. He has 28 completions in this game, and his team is currently leading the New York Jets 20-9, to about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter as Zach Wilson completes another big pass for the New York Jets, who are trying to close the gap, currently trailing by 11 points. Again, about seven and a half minutes now left in the ballgame, 20-9, to currently in favor at, uh, of Atlanta. This game closed at three in favor of the Atlanta Falcons, and right now, again, they are leading by 11 with about seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Let's get to some injury news for the day here as we head into week five of the NFL. The Cleveland Browns, their left tackle, Jedrick Willis Jr., has been ruled out today against the Los Angeles Chargers. Down in Arizona, Jimmy Garoppolo will not be playing quarterback. It'll be rookie quarterback Trey Lance. He'll get the start, his first career start, against the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. Also tight end, George Kittle is out for San Francisco. Cornerback Josh Norman, running back Elijah Mitchell are expected to play. Defensive lineman Javon Kinlaw is still listed as questionable. The Green Bay Packers defensive back Jair Alexander reportedly will not have surgery on his shoulder, but he has been put on injured reserve. He could return in three weeks. Dalvin Cook, the running back for the Minnesota Vikings, he is going to be out of their game against the Detroit Lions. Also wide receiver Devontae Parker, he will also be out for the Miami Dolphins as they take care or they visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers later today. Bud Dupree and Julio Jones, they are visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars coming up in about an hour. They are both out of that game for the Titans. And in case you missed it, on Thursday, Seattle quarterback Russell Wilson, of course, injuring his finger. He did undergo successful surgery. He is expected to be out four to eight weeks 
for the Seattle Seahawks after that loss to the Los Angeles Rams on Thursday. Talked about the Minnesota Vikings and their game with Detroit. Detroit had a lot of players on the injury list coming in to Sunday, but they've gotten some good news. Some of these skill position players are expected to play. Running back DeAndre Swift, tight end TJ Hawkinson, Jamal Williams running back is expected to play, and also the rookie offensive lineman Panay Sewell also expected to play in this game against the Vikings. Broncos quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, he has cleared concussion protocol. He is expected to start against the Pittsburgh Steelers today. Also, this was a late decision. Wide receiver Cortland Sutton injured his ankle in practice for the Denver Broncos. He is expected to play today against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Looks like we have a touchdown for the Jets. And uh, did they go for two there, Stephen? Yeah, looks like they scored a touchdown and went for two. So that is key because now this is a three-point game. And as I mentioned, that is exactly where the spread closed. The New York Jets getting three points. 20-17 to 17 right now. Atlanta leading with about five minutes left in the fourth quarter there in London. Back to the injury news. This is another big one here on a very heavily bet game. And that is Cincinnati Bengals running back Joe Mixon. He did not practice all week. He did work out on Saturday. He will not be 100%, but he is going to give it a go for the Cincinnati Bengals in their matchup with the Green Bay Packers today. Also, Akeem Hicks right here in Las Vegas. Akeem Hicks for the Chicago Bears is out across that defensive line for Chicago. But Khalil Mack nursing a rib and a foot injury. He will play today for the Chicago Bears, who are currently catching five and a half points, visiting Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Raiders. All right, let's take a look at the New York Giants visiting the Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, and Randy Gregory are expected to go in Big D. Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, and Jabril Peppers are out for the New York Giants. This will be the Cowboys' third consecutive home game, and a lot of times you would think that would be very comfortable to have a long home stand. But uh, according to our sports betting reporter, VEASAN's own Josh Applebaum, teams playing their third straight home game only cover 48% of the time. And earlier this week on the Lombardi line, he shared his thoughts, Mr. Lombardi did, on playing three straight home games. The reason I came up with the, the I thought about the idea was the Giants, because I like the Giants in the seven. And that'll be one of my plays when I do Russo later today, if I get to pick it. But, uh, you know, I think to me, I think it's a hard game for the Cowboys because you are playing at home. And that 48% number that's against the spread. That doesn't surprise me because I think the third home game, you still might win it, but it's going to be a hard game because you just think instinctively you're playing at home. It's an automatic win. You know, we got the home crowd. We don't have to travel. And we know the home team now this year doesn't do as well as they've done in the past. Dallas opened up as a five and a half point favorite over the summer. They opened up as seven and a half point favorites this week. It is currently back down to seven with a total of 52 and a half. And I'm torn on this game because my numbers do come out with a small lean towards the Cowboys. I made the number eight, but I think it's probably a safer play in this game to tease Dallas down. I know that's going to be a popular play. I think they have a very good chance to win the game. But I don't want to lay the full touchdown. Daniel Jones now 10-2 and two against the spread as a road underdog. Let's take a look at one of the later games, a battle of 3-1 and one teams down in Southern California this afternoon with the Cleveland Browns visiting SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles to face Justin Herbert and the Chargers. And it's early in the season, but uh, our host of Odds On, Mike Palm, he still thinks that the... Cleveland Browns are maybe the best team in the NFL at this point, and so does his co-host, Amal Shah. The Cleveland Browns are the best team in football, Amal. Look, I don't know how to say this without being offensive. Were you drinking before the show? <laughs> no. Okay. I had Cleveland won last week. I mean, yeah, they, they, they put up a staggering, staggering 14 points. Baker Mayfield looked like he was playing against the 85 Bears, missing guys that were wide open. Austin Hooper, OBJ, give me a break. Without Nick Chubb and Hunt, this team loses that football game. And by the way, you know this pick? The Browns are not even winning their division. Yes, they are. Okay. Tell you what, I'm a little bit with Mike there. The uh, the odds-on program, formerly the Nuts, in full Nuts form there, Mike and Amal going back and forth. If you look at the Cleveland Browns, they have the number one rushing offense in football, and the Chargers are 29th in the league in defending the run. 
Under head coach Steven, uh, Kevin Stefanski, the Browns have not lost by more than seven points in their last 14 games. The Chargers have won by more than seven points only three times with Justin Herbert at quarterback. This is another one where I like the teaser play. Don't know if I would take the one and a half or the two and a half, mostly two and a halfs out there now in favor of the Los Angeles Chargers, but I think it's a very good play teasing this one up to eight and a half. All right, the Titans and the Jaguars, the Jaguars organization, they've had a chaotic week to say the least. Urban Meyer has been the talk of the football world and not really for good reason. Many people believing that it is such a mess in Jacksonville right now, and they have put their money on the Titans this week. This was also one of the top five consensus picks in both the Circa Million and the Westgate Super Contest. On Betting Across America earlier this week, Josh Applebaum said it's not all that bad to take a look at this bad press and maybe play on the Jaguars if you're headed that direction. Going through the school of contrarian here, Pritch, mm -hmm. I like to buy in bad news, sell in good news. And I would say, you know, even though all this Urban Meyer stuff is swirling around and these are headlines that a lot of people are going to say, man, immediately bet against the Jags, I wouldn't be so uh, so fast to the book, you know, laying the points with Tennessee here. Tennessee's at Jacksonville. We still got to monitor, monitor these injuries with uh, Brown and Julio Jones. Right. But what I like about this one, Pritch, this is as of now the most lopsided game of the week. Everybody's taking Tennessee, almost 90% of bets. Yet Tennessee kind of opens four, stays four. Can you get a four and a half? If those injuries continue with the Titans and the Jags are a divisional dog at home, mm -hmm. uh, kind of with a line freeze type situation, also a rest advantage and game plan advantage where they played Thursday and the Titans played on the road on Sunday. Believe it or not, I'll be looking at Jags in the points here, Pritch. Third and eight right now for the Atlanta Falcons as we head back to the London game. They are currently leading the New York Jets 20-17, to 17, and we have a flag on the play there. Looks like it could be a false start or a delay a game on Atlanta. But the Jets uh, with some momentum right now, under five minutes left to play, four minutes and 50 seconds. And again, they trail Atlanta 20-17. to 17. I kind of agree with Josh there as far as a contrarian look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. However, I did not play this game. We're starting to see some fives finally pop. He mentioned that overwhelming support for the Tennessee Titans, 87-90%, whatever it is of the tickets. People buying on the dumpster fire situation in Jacksonville. And we've finally seen the line crack up to five. It's been four and a half for a long time. But I kind of agree with Josh there. Uh, but I did not play the game because I just don't know how bad that mess is in Jacksonville. Sometimes this can be blown out of proportion by the media, and I could see Jacksonville winning this game outright. You know, it was just last week that Tennessee uh, went on the road as a favorite and lost to a winless team in the New York Jets. They've got the same situation here, a road favorite in Jacksonville against a winless team. I just don't know how much of a dumpster fire that situation is there, so I've stayed away from this game. Uh, but if it is truly more than it is uh, being played out to be in the media, then I think Jacksonville will remain competitive in this game. If it truly is an absolute mess down there, then yeah, Tennessee may just roll in this game. Again, A.J. Brown is back in action for Tennessee at wide receiver. Julio Jones is out still with a hamstring injury on the offense for Tennessee, and on that defense, Bud Dupree will be out for the Tennessee Titans. And it looks like the Falcons do convert a first down. They are in the red zone now for the New York Jets, nursing a three-point lead under four minutes now left to go in this game. Kicking off Sunday in London, a 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern start, and we're now down to just the final three and a half minutes or so with the Falcons up. 30 to 17. We'll come back and talk about some more games with Derek Stevens and Mike Palm from Circa Sports. See what they have the biggest liabilities on. Talk about Circa Millions, Circa Survivor as well as we just get started here on the pregame show on the Sports Betting Network. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm -hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. 
All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the pregame show on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up right now at VEASAN.com. Slash subscribe. Brady Cannon here with you on the pregame show. And Derek Stevens and Mike Palm now join us. It is the owner and the operator of Circa Resort and Casino, the D and the Golden Gate in fabulous downtown Las Vegas. Of course, Mike also a host here on VEASAN Monday through Friday for Odds On with Amal Shah. Gentlemen, welcome to the pregame show. I want to ask you about last week where, Derek, you announced on our Pro Football Blitz show that it was the biggest handle in the history of Circa Sports for an NFL Sunday. Is it following suit this week, gentlemen? Well, so far it's been pretty good. I mean, yesterday, uh, you know, Brady, when we were talking, we had uh, we had a lot of action throughout the day, and then uh, obviously the late games drew drew a lot of interest. Um, with uh, with uh, all all of Chicago in town, I think uh, I think there's a pretty good chance we're going to see that type of handle again today. Well, speaking of Chicago and the Las Vegas Raiders, currently the Las Vegas Raiders, a five and a half point favorite. Is this one of the games with all that Midwestern support that we're seeing? I saw it down at your property on Saturday as well. All kinds of Bears jerseys in the house. Is this one of the games that is lopsided for you? It actually isn't, Brady. It's not in the top seven decisions so far, but it's an afternoon game. So just like in this 10 o'clock window, we're going to get all the money between nine and 10 o'clock. We'll get a ton of money between 12:30 and 105 when that game kicks. Right now, the two real big decisions are: uh, we need we need the football team. They're betting the they're betting the Saints pretty good in that game, and, and the other one is we need the we need the Dolphins. They're betting Tom Brady. That game went 10, 10 and a half, now up to 11. So those are the two biggest decisions right now. How about the Lions and the Vikings, Derek? We were talking about this one on Saturday as well. It's the number one. Over 58% of your remaining circus survivors are on the Minnesota Vikings today. Uh, Dalvin Cook has been ruled out of the game. The Detroit Lions got some good news injury-wise. Some of their position players, or skill position players, rather, are going to be in action today. Uh, Where are you on this game? Are you really heavy on Minnesota? Uh, no, again, this is another game, not uh, not uh, not one of the top games. Remember, this line looked like it started off as a little bit of a runaway line, but it did it a little bit earlier in the week, you know, from a 7 up to a 10. 
And then I think uh, exactly exactly what you just said. The, the news today, um, I would I would think that uh, what you're going to see is you're, you're going to see uh, ten. If you can still fetch a ten, I, I I think that's the number to get because injury news for Minnesota was not good. Injury news for the Detroit Lions was good. So I think you're going to see um, uh, a few more a few more nibbles on that plus ten. And I would think the line's going to going to drop potentially a little bit here in the next half hour. Still two minutes and 10 seconds left over in London. The Atlanta Falcons did punch one in for a touchdown. Now 27 to 17, they lead the New York Jets as we head down towards the two-minute warning. Zach Wilson takes a sack there on second and two. It'll be third and long for the New York Jets as they try and make up what is now a 10-point deficit in the London game. Gentlemen, let's talk about a couple of the big games coming up later today. Down in Los Angeles, you have the Cleveland Browns and the Los Angeles Chargers. We just played a clip from earlier in the week, Mike, when you felt the Cleveland Browns were the best team in football, and I'm not so sure I don't disagree with you. They are a little banged up on the offensive line, however, today, and Baker Mayfield, it's come out that he is nursing a sore shoulder, the labrum issue. Uh, The line has ticked up in favor of the Chargers to two and a half now, and guys, this is one of the top five consensus picks in the Circa Million as well. Yeah, it is. The Chargers uh, minus two in the contest. Look, there's there's concerns with the line. And as you said, the labrum with Mayfield, he was terrible in Minneapolis last week, Brady. I mean, just think if this team had just, you know, any kind of, of above average quarterback play, I think they would be, you know, they would be favored amongst the top three teams to win the Super Bowl. That offensive line is good, and the defensive line puts pressure on you. I think they have the best running game. I mean, Dallas might make an argument. Baltimore might make an argument. But when you want to line up and get four yards, the Browns are very adept at doing it. They create these giant holes for their running backs. I think it's a tough spot for them today. I, You know, it'll be a good measure of both teams. Without the injury news, I thought this was an obvious tease through the three and the seven up to eight and eight and a half. I, what I did, I shied away from the game. I, I, I'd probably take a wait-and-see approach to see how Mayfield looks. If he's in it, as inaccurate as he was last week in Minneapolis, it'll be a pass for me. Yeah, I did play the teaser angle, Mike. I'm with you, you know, with that key number as a dog at plus one and a half, plus two and a half, or whatever. I ended up uh, taking seven and a half. I think it's pretty good at anything on the other side of a touchdown with the Browns. The injury news does scare me a little bit. Is the house rooting for Cleveland today? Are you guys a little bit overloaded on the Los Angeles side? A little bit, but but not a lot. A little bit. I mean, this line's really hung, too, for quite a long time, even with the Baker Mayfield news and, and just a little bit of a tick up. But, yeah, we're going to need the Browns, but not huge. How about the late game? Do you guys, I mean, is it always, is it every Sunday during the NFL season, especially these marquee matchups on Sunday night? Is that always the biggest handle game of the day? Yeah, I mean, what's going to happen here with, with Bill's Chiefs is that's going to be the, the the biggest handle game of the day for sure. I mean, this is a great matchup. Everybody's excited about it. Um, it's still a little bit early to tell which way it's going to go because, really, we have to grade the afternoon games, and uh, and that's really in the in that last hour when uh, when the money starts piling in. But we fully expect that game to be the largest handle game of the day. What do you guys, what's your own personal opinion there, Mike or Derek? I, I've seen a number of sharp opinions on both sides of this game. What is your take on how this game might play out in Arrowhead Stadium tonight? Well, the Bills have been ultra impressive. I mean, in their loss, they outgained the Steelers 2-1, to one, and then they've just rolled up the last three opponents. Two shutouts. <clears throat> Let's measure the Bills' defense in Arrowhead tonight. Um, you know they're going to put points on the board. This Kansas City defense, we talk about it every year. They're going to retool the D. They're going to. It's just the same. I mean, everybody moves the ball in Kansas City. So I'm interested in the matchup on the other side of the ball. Can the Bills get pressure on Mahomes? Can they force some punts tonight? First and 10 for the New York Jets. About a minute and a half left now as they trail by 10 points. Zach Wilson and company on the move as they try and close the gap here. The Atlanta Falcons out in front, 27 to 17. Gentlemen, let's talk about a game that uh, apparently around the country is receiving the most action, more so than just about any game on the board currently. You mentioned that Sunday night game may eventually overtake it, but the Packers and the Bengals seems to be getting a lot of interest here. You've got a 3 and 1 Green Bay team taking on a 3 and 1 Cincinnati team in Cincinnati and uh, it's kind of split as far as the tickets what I'm seeing. It looks like the majority are on the Green Bay Packers here. What's going on down there at Circus Sports? Well, I mean, that's going to be uh, one of our feature games here early on. Right now, we've had just two-way action. I mean, it's not one of our top decisions as we look at it, uh, as we look at this live here. 
But uh, but the volume on that's going to be terrific. I think everybody's excited to see whether or not uh, whether or not uh, Joe Burrow can 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 handle uh, handle this type of situation. So this is going to be a great uh, a great handle game. But for us so far, we've seen all two way. How about the uh, 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals? It seems what I've been reading is this is a pretty split two-way action game as well. Are you seeing that, guys, too? Just uh, pretty even action on either side? It is, with um, the public really being on Arizona in this spot and a lot of the professionals actually taking the 49ers here. So it's it's sort of a pro versus Joe here, but but not a big decision. We have seen some on, you mentioned the Packer game, a little bit of money line action on Cincinnati. We'll need the Packers to win the game Straight up, you know, Packers by one or two, probably the best decision for us. Gentlemen, how about, uh, and it's NFL Sunday, and typically there aren't any games that do not see a whole lot of handle, but there are there any games out there that people just aren't buying into as much as any of the others? Well, obviously this first game, I mean, uh, you know, half of Las Vegas is still asleep by the time this <laughs> game kicks off. So so th- that this will be uh, the the Jets Falcons game will be the lowest handle game. Um, we saw a little bit early, but really late last night. But that'll be the lowest handle game of the day. Um, after that, Mike, what? Uh, I don't know. If there's one particular game that stands out to me. It's all no. pretty well spread out. No, there's a big gap with this game just because it's so early in the morning, Brady. I want to get your opinion, Brady. Avoldi for the Red Sox, big spot for Tampa Bay here, throwing Rasmussen in this game. Avoldi's a small favorite at home. I would like to fade Nate Evaldi off of that performance he had in the wild card game where he was just absolutely perfect and got Boston to advance over the New York Yankees. I, I would expect him to regress a little bit here. I think Tampa Bay is the better team overall, and with Evaldi feeling like uh, he might be set up for a fade, I'd be on Tampa Bay today, Mike. Yeah, I want your opinion. You're one of the sharpest baseball guys we have on the network, so uh, I trust Brady Cannon on baseball. Well, I'm just trying to get my Giants game, uh, my Giants home to the uh, <laughs> National League pennant. They took a beating on Saturday night against the Los Angeles Dodgers, who evened up that series. Well, gentlemen, you have a great Sunday. Uh, uh, Derek, I did want to ask you one more thing. I mean, does part of you kind of want the Minnesota Vikings to lose and just completely upset Circus Survivor? How are you rooting there? Do you want to see those guys carry on or, or get eliminated today? No, uh, you know, for a couple of reasons. Uh, most importantly, though, I want Minnesota to win and beat the Lions because uh, I, I like Circuit Survivor and I want people to get as much action as they can. I'm not rooting to knock people out. I'm rooting to keep people in this thing as long as they can. All right, guys. Very good. We will talk to you again next weekend. Have a great Sunday down there at Circus Sports. And thank you for joining us on the pregame show. This is the pregame show on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. And it looks like we're just about to go final here in London. The Jets did tack on a field goal. They were driving down into the red zone. Zach Wilson took a sack, forcing up a third and very long. Ended up hitting a 49-yard field goal. And then, of course, they tried the onside kick to try and get the ball back and tie up the game. But they cut that deficit from a 10-point margin to a 7-point margin. And that will make a lot of teaser backers happy if you were backing the New York Jets via the teaser. It is now indeed a final 27 to 20, your final score in favor of the Atlanta Falcons. Time to talk now some Packers and Bengals, and Nate Jacobson joins us. He's a sports betting analyst with Stadium. Welcome to the program, Nate. Thank you very much for joining us. And I want to know who are the real Cincinnati Bengals? They escaped with a win in week one in overtime over the Minnesota Vikings. They lose to the Chicago Bears. They have beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they have beaten the Jacksonville Jaguars. Can they compete with the Green Bay Packers? Well, the line movement certainly says that they can compete. We saw Packers minus three and a half early in the week, and now this morning we're seeing two and a half across the board where the Packers are the favorites. The Bengals taking the money at home. I personally, I'm on the other side, though. I like the Packers minus two and a half in this game. You mentioned that game against the Jaguars where they 
barely won. And they were very close to going down 21 nothing going into halftime of that game. And that would be a totally different game if the Jaguars were able to score a touchdown at the goal line. So I think the Bengals may be a little bit of a phony 3-1, and one, and I'm going to take a stand on, on them and bet against them today and bet the Packers despite their defensive injuries. Very interesting, by the way, on that Atlanta and New York Jets game. That field goal goes over the total for the game, closed at 46, 45 and a half at a lot of shops, and that pushes the total to 47 there with that last-second field goal by the New York Jets. You know, Nate, the Packers are still a little bit banged up on the offensive line. They're without Ladarius Smith and also Jair Alexander on defense. And this is a defense that ranks 28th in the league in yards per play allowed, 29th in third down defense, 31st in red zone defense. And next up, they face their division rival, the Chicago Bears. Now, Joe Mixon, he's not 100%, but he is going to give it a go today. Uh, I know you said you like the Packers there at minus two and a half, and obviously that's a very key number. Do you think if you're betting the Bengals today, if you're a Bengals backer, would you just skip the points and maybe try the money line at around plus 130? Yeah, potentially. I think that now that it's a two and a half and you're not getting the very important key number of plus three, I think that taking the Bengals money line would make sense. Obviously, I'm on the other side. But I know now that we're at two and a half, now the maybe the teaser conversation starts, something we wouldn't have had this week because it was pretty much minus three until this morning. And I would avoid a teaser situation here. The total is just a little bit too high, where I think there's like a chance where this game is pretty high variance, where the Bengals could definitely win this game. But at the same time, because I don't really believe in the Bengals, the Packers giving Aaron Rodgers such a short number, I think that they could win by more than one possession. So I would definitely stay away from teasing this game. If you like the Bengals, I guess the money line is the way to go. You probably missed out, definitely missed out on a a key number of plus three. But um, yeah, I guess money line would be the way to go, Brady. Nate, if we look at the division odds here in the AFC North, the Bengals are nine to one. And currently, again, with a three and one record there tied with the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens in the division. And they are 9-1 to again to win this division. You've also got the Green Bay Packers at 3-1, and the Minnesota Vikings at 1-3, and the Lions at 0-4, and, and the Bears at 2-2. Two and two. A pretty comfortable lead for the Green Bay Packers right now in the division. And they are minus 450 to win the NFC North. Either bet here that you like better of those two? Well, I, I don't know if I could lay minus 450 because one injury to Aaron Rodgers and everything changes. But it's hard to see a team in the NFC North competing with the Packers as long as they stay healthy at the quarterback position. I mean, the Vikings, a team I was high on early in the year, starting one and three, not a great start. And I live in Chicago. I'm, I guess I'm a Bears fan. I'm surrounded by Bears fans. And even though they're two and two, do not really believe in them. The Bears schedule really gets tougher. I mean, I guess today with the Raiders, but also next week with the Packers. So I, I don't like the Bengals at nine to one. I think the Browns win that division and the Ravens have impressed me so far this year. So I guess the Packers, because of the price, I'd probably pass on both. Nate Jacobson, a Bears fan in Chicago, backing the Packers today. What's wrong with that picture, my friend? Hey, at the end of the day, my favorite team is the team I bet on. So uh, That's I'll, true for uh, all of us, I'm right? I'm rooting the Packers. Yep, exactly. No, I, uh, I've taken the uh, fandom away from me. I'm sure uh, the younger version of myself wouldn't like that, but here I am in life. So no issue back in Green Bay today. All right. Very good, my friend. And I guess you'll be back around to uh, update us on this game in Cincinnati today with the Green Bay Packers and the Cincinnati Bengals. Enjoy your Sunday, Nate. Thank you very much. You too. Good luck. All right. And now we want to shift gears and our friend Johnny Avello now joins us. He is the sports book director at DraftKings. Johnny, welcome to the program. Good to have you as always and good to talk to you, my friend. Uh, I want to ask you as far as the betting splits there at DraftKings for this son of, uh, week five NFL Sunday card. Are you seeing any splits where it really feels like a pros versus Joes on a handful of games? You know, I was just listening to your previous caller, and he was saying how, um, you know, everybody's on the the Bengal side. Now, remember, that did open up three and a half and move to two and a half, but that's not, that was really early in the week. Um, and I can tell you right now that there's Packer money everywhere uh, on that game. Now, that's probably your unsophisticated players. Uh, I would say that you're, Sharps are on the plus three and a half, the plus three, 
Um, and, but, you know, right now it's just been all Packer money all morning long. So I don't see that stopping before we get the game time. How about the Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars? It seems like a similar split there. And I finally saw some fives finally crack the market. It had been at four and a half for a long time, Johnny. But there was so much, uh, just a wave of uh, money on the Tennessee Titans here. And it's because of that situation in Jacksonville. Everybody uh, perceives it as a real mess down there with Urban Meyer. But uh, again, it finally cracked to five. Are you seeing a similar type of split there with the Titans and the Jags? Brady, we tried to open that game a little bit higher. I mean, a lot higher early, uh, you know, in the number seven and a half, we got pushed down uh, all the way to four and four and now four and a half. And that it's been Tennessee money all, all last night and this morning. So far, they've taken about 80% of the money on that game. So, you know, when you see movement like that, you would think the books need one side, but that's the early money. That's usually sharp play, taking key numbers or crossing key numbers. And then, uh, you know, game day or maybe even the day before you, you have everybody jumping on a team with, you know, with an opinion, like you just mentioned, looking at problems at one side versus the other. Johnny, I think it is a little bit surprising to see the amount of handle on the Minnesota Vikings and the Lions game. This doesn't appear to be a real sexy game out of the NFC North. You've got an 0-4 team going against a 1-3 team. We've seen that line on the Vikings creep up to double digits. We had some injury news on the Lions. They got some good news today where some of those players will be in the lineup. Are you surprised by how much handle or how much interest this game is garnering? Yes, somewhat, Brady. You know, remember that we're still early in the season. We're only in week five, and I know the teams are 0-4 and 1-3, and and if this was week probably 14 or so, uh, this would be the least game bet on today. But at this point, uh, you know, there's we've seen some interest on the Lions on the money line, but then we also got pushed up, uh, you know, from 8.5 to 10. So, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm I'm a little surprised, but you know, any one game this early in the season that's attracted money, uh, you know, it it, sh- it shouldn't be that big of a per- surprise. Johnny, you've got a prop bet up there at DraftKings. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes set to face off today in a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game, and both guys have passing yards totals of over or under 300 yards. It's the only game where both quarterbacks are predicted to reach 300 yards. Have you seen a lot of action on this prop bet on either player? Yeah, uh, that we're seeing on that particular game, we're seeing our highest volume, first, second highest volume, but by the end of the day, that will be the highest volume game. Um, and yes, we are seeing uh, action on that prop as well as some of the others that we put up. Um, so it's no surprise to me that, you know, that's going to be the uh, game that's going to get the most action, not only game-wise, but prop-wise. Well, Johnny, thank you so much for joining us here on the pregame show, and you have a great Sunday, my friend. Thank you, Brady. Talk soon. All right. That is Johnny Avello, our friend who is the director of sports for DraftKings and updating us there on Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes' rematch in Arrowhead Stadium coming up later tonight. It seems like it seems like the Sunday night game always ends up having the most handle, but boy, have we had some good matchups as of late. The record-breaking matchup with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick last week and another barn burner it should be this evening in Arrowhead with the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Chris Andrews next on the pregame show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, oh. started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. We were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the pregame show on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VEASAN Hockey Betting Guide is now available with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, as well as season-long trends to watch. The guide is a must-have with key insights for data for both avid hockey bettors and those that are new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season. Get your digital copy now for only $9.99. $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the pregame show. Brady Cannon with you as we get ready to kick off week five, the Sunday edition in the NFL. And Chris Andrews now joins us as he does each and every Sunday here on the pregame show. I also encourage you to read Chris's columns up at vcin.com inside the betting action for both college and pro football. Great stuff there from our man who is the director of race and sports here at the South Point. Good morning to you, Chris. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Brady? I'm doing good. Another NFL Sunday is upon us, and I wanted to ask you, are you seeing any games here on the card for the Sunday uh, card for the NFL that look to be a real pros versus Joes split here at the South Point? Are you seeing a handful of those type of action? Yeah, seeing a few of those. Broncos, Steelers, you know, the sharp guys are on the Broncos, Publix on the Steelers. It's going right down, right down the line. The next game, Packers, uh, public all over the Packers, but uh, the sharp money's been on the Bengals. Uh, even taking the two and a half a little bit, even though I'm still at two and a half, I could see it going at two. Uh, I'm just going to wait a little while. And uh, the next, very next game, Patriots and Texans, Publix all over the Patriots. But I, this game, I opened nine. And I'm down to seven and a half. I might even open at ten now. That I think about it. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I did open at uh, ten. You know, but uh, they're they're. I'm sorry, I opened at nine and a half. But I'm all the way down to seven and a half with the public on one side and the uh, the sharp guys on the other. Chris, uh, what about this uh, game between the Patriots and the Texans? I mean, it is a little surprising to see it uh, hover around seven now. Now, I know New England has four offensive linemen out of this game, just one regular starter uh, for the New England Patriots across that offensive line. But uh, if you were a better with this getting down now about to a touchdown, would you go back the other way and maybe take a shot with Bill Belichick over David Culley? Oh, I mean, boy, that's a huge mismatch. There's no doubt about it. Cully has shown to be really a, a guy that's just not ready for the show yet. But, you know, Brady, I've talked about it. I, I'm not a trend guy at all. I, as a matter of fact, 90% of them I despise. But the one that I do look at is when you go from a home dog to a road favorite. Now, they played, the Patriots played very well as a home dog last week. Got a lot of respect, which they probably deserve from playing a really good game. But now they open nine and a half against the Texans. It just seemed a little too much, but now it's seven and a half. In all honesty, I think I would pass on this game. And if you're looking to play a teaser, 
which I know a lot of people are probably looking to play the Patriots. I think if I was playing a teaser, I'd probably tease up. And I'm, you know, look for a low-scoring game. The total's 39, uh, and I think points could be at a premium here. But I think I'd pass on a straight bet once you miss the 9.5 and, and 9, even the 8. And uh, I would look to tease up the Texans if that's what you want to do. All right, uh, we'll go to another game that has a big point spread. I read your column that you're taking a ton of action on the Lions and the Vikings game, specifically the Vikings side. And I always play along on Mondays when you do the guessing line show with Gil Alexander. I guess my own lines as well, part of my early handicapping routine. And I made this six in favor of Minnesota. And then the injury news for Detroit really hit the wire, and we saw that line get all the way to 10, and that's where it is now. I don't have a play on this game, and I don't expect to make one before kickoff, but would you be laying double digits here, Chris, like it seems everybody else is? Oh, everybody else is, that's for sure. But, you know, now Dalvin Cook's out. Right. I don't know. I think that, you know, we do have some injury problems with the Lions, you know, but I'm going to tell you the difference between the Lions and all these other stiff teams. The Lions have a competent quarterback. I know he's not great, but he's competent. I mean, led a decent team to the Super Bowl. You know, so he he can play a little bit better than some of these other really bad teams that just don't have any kind of quarterback at all. And I know we kind of made fun of the coach Campbell a little bit at the beginning. Uh, you know, he's a little bit of a nut job, I guess. But he's got that team fired up. They're really playing hard. And uh, boy, I'll tell you the truth: at ten, I need to look to play the Lions or pass. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Now, across that offensive line, good news, bad news there. One of the best centers in the NFL, Frank Ragnow, is out for the Detroit Lions. But they do get Penny Sewell in the game today. He was listed as questionable, but he is going to go, the rookie offensive lineman out of Oregon for the Lions. A couple of games late on the schedule today, Chris. A couple of the biggest ones, certainly as far as, uh, you know, the matchup, key marquee matchups, and also, I imagine, as far as handle and I've seen kind of the sharps in the public, not necessarily split, but I've seen very sharp opinions split on both sides of these games. I've seen people backing the Cleveland Browns, and I've seen people backing the Los Angeles Chargers, and then also Sunday night, the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. How about the, uh, we'll start with the Browns and the Chargers. What are you seeing on this one? Is, is it true what I'm saying, that you're seeing sharp action on both sides? Well, all the early money was on the Chargers, no question about it. But even today, I'm starting to see a little bit of mysterious money showing up on the Browns, uh, taking a two and a half, but a lot more showing up on the money line. You know, once you get under that three, uh, it's questionable. Uh, you know, a lot of more games come to than people think, especially now with the two-point conversion rule. But uh, I see more money line play coming in on the Browns. Haven't really taken the two and a half off me yet, but it looks like. They may have taken it in some other spots. I'm certainly going to wait for a bit before I move it. But like I said, early money chargers, late might be on the Browns, though. All right, we will see. Let's move to the Sunday night game. And, of course, that's a rematch of the AFC Championship game there. The Bills visiting Arrowhead Stadium and the Kansas City Chiefs. Has it been kind of similar here where you saw the early money one way and now it's coming back the other way late? Well, it really just depends on the number. You know, we used only 11 of 10 here at South Point. So when we're two and a half, we get all Chiefs money. When we get three, or three, it's all Bills money. So that's uh, just something we have to live with, and we we do that all the time here. And uh, it's just the way it goes. But uh, we won't want a three. But tons of action on that game, just depending on the number more so than the the trend as far as early versus late. Chris, do you think when we roll around to Sunday night that here at South Point you'll be rooting for the Chiefs as a home favorite? I, I imagine that doesn't happen too often. You know, there's a good chance I will. You know, it just kind of depends on how things break. Uh, we've got plenty of money on both sides. This is going to be one of the biggest bet games of the year. Really is a, a feature match. Chiefs, of course, had their, eh, I don't want to say had their number, but beat them last year. Even though the Bills went out to a 9 nothing lead there, I thought they were going to win that game. Chiefs came back, won it, went on to the Super Bowl. But this year the Bills are playing better than anybody in the NFL. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, that's obviously not going to be an easy place to go in and win on a Sunday night, but... Uh, I expect a a really good game out of both teams. I'll let you go here. I know you've got, obviously, a busy day here at the South Point. But what about the Raiders? Are you starting to see that homegrown effect, the way we see it with the Vegas Golden Knights? Is there a lot of of action on the Raiders locally today as they get ready to take on the Bears at Allegiant? Well, there is a lot of action locally. There's no question about it. But hockey and the NFL is a little bit different. As much as the public uh, plays the Raiders, which they do, 
you know, the sharp money is you know very very big in this town, and they have no hesitation betting against the public if they see a number that they like. They haven't come in yet on the Bears. We may wind up at six on this game. Who knows? We've got a long way to go till post time. But if we do, I have a feeling the sharp guys will come in and take the six because they have no no hesitation doing that. All right, Chrissy, great to chat with you as always, and have a great day, my friend. But you know what I mean, not too great. <laughs> I got you, buddy. I'll <laughs> see you later, buddy. All, All right, right, that is Chris Andrews. Come by the South Point Race and Sportsbook and say hi to our man. And again, like I said, check out his columns there at vison.com. Really helpful information for both college and pro football. Kind of similar to the conversation we had there, but you can get a jump on it on Friday nights before you make your college football bets. And then also on Saturday when it comes out there at vison.com to take a look at where the action is going. Sharp play, public play, everything, all the little nuances Chris puts down in the written word there up at vison.com. I'll go over uh, my plays here. I did cash a teaser ticket or one leg of the teaser anyway with Robert Sala kicking that field goal with 22 seconds left to trim that margin down to seven. They end up losing to the Atlanta Falcons uh, by seven points. So covers my teaser there. I was plus nine and a half on that one. The other leg of that teaser is the New England Patriots tease down. That's a pretty square teaser play there. And uh, as Chris said, a lot of sharps taking the points with the Houston Texans all the way down to seven and a half. Now the new England Patriots are quite banged up on that offensive line. And I think if I was going to play the game, if it were still at nine or so, I'd be probably looking at the dog as well, but boy, it is really tough to back that Houston Texans team. So I did take the Patriots down in a teaser and now taking the Patriots down in a teaser at seven and a half or eight is a really opportune time as you can now cross that three. I did play the new Orleans saints on the money line as well. We've seen that line drop as low as two. Still some two and a halfs in the market there. Maybe Washington, a good teaser the other way, but I think this Washington team is a bad football team. And then finally, I am on a teaser with the two late games, the Browns up to eight and a half and the Buffalo Bills also up to eight and a half in the Sunday night game. That is going to do it for us. Enjoy the NFL kickoff and your NFL Sunday. I'll be back tonight for the Pro Football Blitz right here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER Terms and conditions apply. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.